Welcome to Soul Reverence, a safe place for you to embody your divinity more and more. We offer tools of astrology, herbalism, intuitive guidance, energy healing, and we share our personal experiences. My name is Nicole Love. I live on the northernmost coast of California. I'm a psychic, intuitive energy healer, guide, and teacher. Living in a spiritual and loving path is what brings joy to my life. And my name is Mariana, and I'm in Humboldt County, California. I'm an herbalist, shamanic astrologer, and teacher, and the owner of Trinity Herbals and Wellness Center. I'm here bringing in wisdom and nourishment from the plant people and cosmos with visions and connections between earth and sky. So let us all open our hearts to feel into our divinity and remember ourselves home with the living relationships between Mother Earth and Great Father Sky. For us to fully embody ourselves is the greater mystery. The more we open to greater mystery, the more greater mystery opens itself to us. Happy new moon, happy eclipse season, happy Beltane. We have so much going on and I know we are all feeling it. And so I just wanted to remind everybody that all the planets are moving direct and as we're approaching eclipse season, it can almost feel this time outside of time. It's yet speeding up and then there's moments where things are starting to slow down. On April 29th, we'll have our first planet, Pluto, that will go into retrograde. And just a reminder what Pluto is, is the planet of death and rebirth, but also this depth of our soul. And so with all of this energy that we're coming into, we'll be able to really pause and truly feel this inside of us. And so with both me and Nicole and our Venus return and everything that's what's been going on, I've been feeling like I've been really stepping into my power with each of these gates. And though time is speeding up, it's offering me a little bit of time of reflection, but it's been feeling really interesting. How are you feeling, Nicole? <laughs> it's hard for me to respond because there's been so much. Uh, it's been just a flood of everything. And it's it's been it's been expansive in such a massive way of being able to, to release and, and then see myself, like see my, my power, the new levels I'm stepping into. And then also still um, what I've been holding on to and like the next step of release. Uh, and we were talking about this the other day, just the awareness of Oh yeah, I don't have to be in that old pattern right now. I can switch my mindset. And I think that's the gift that Venus gave in our mind's eye and our sixth chakra of really being able to change the pattern of thinking and moving into a more loving place rather than that old wound place. And in communication, things have been way more clear and it hasn't felt as challenging with communicating the, the difficult things. Yeah, I can relate to that. You know, and one thing I was really thinking about was the embodiment of greater mystery. You know, the more we reveal ourselves, the more it's revealed to us. And the more that we try to understand, or at least start to understand what it is that we're feeling, we can start to work with these cycles instead of be at the effect of. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, that's, that's the reflection piece in it. And for me, you know, I've been like really honoring and what you were saying is like, it's not so challenging to use my voice. It feels empowering, but there's almost this little bit 
for me of this depression as I'm choosing to change my mindset, the wounding does come up and I've noticed how much I've grasped onto it for so long. And now that it's releasing, it feels like such a release, but I can feel the wounding also arising with a lot of emotion in the body, but it feels really empowering and good because I'm doing it with choice, you know, and honoring that I can choose to let things go and that I can choose to be happy and that I can choose to actually have self-love and this self-acceptance. Beautiful. Yeah. And so with Venus, and just to remind everybody, you know, that we are in the morning star phase and she is moving direct. And so the morning star phase is about this sacred sacrifice. And this is really about choosing to remove things that take us away of what it no longer is authentic to ourselves. You know, change is the only constant in life. And so we're constantly moving, constantly changing and constantly evolving. And so our authentic place and our truth is always relative, right? It's changing. But the more that we're open to these places where we can start to challenge those patterns and things that we've held on to, we can bravely sacrifice those old, the old identities, the conditioning, the constructs, the limitations, and start to really become curious if they're even ours. You know, where did this opinion come from? Where did this, you know, where did this conditioning or this fear and is this really even mine? And so to restore that real meaning of that sacred sacrifice is to really choose that, to really step into that with power. And Morningstar Venus, although we are changing signs throughout the cycle, you know, honoring that it comes from the overtone of Capricorn. So this is the wisdom. This is the earth energy and honoring that we are all all together. We're all here and to honor our own wisdom. And so it also has almost an Aries connotation to it because there's a warrior to it as we're descending into the underworld. So this is taking this noble mission and purpose from our heart. So being willing to sacrifice and also honoring our strength and our wisdom from our entire lives to bring that with us. That's that wisdom piece. So being present, being honest, being authentic, but really this warrior of peace, this warrior of love and this warrior within our hearts and to really choose to move forward, you know, to honor it is what is that we're releasing with the honorance of the sacred timing of it. You know, we do things when we're ready. We do things when they become clear. And so the last gate we've been through was the throat chakra gate. Um, Nicole and I were talking earlier about how much our voices have been able to be expressed. And for me, what I've noticed a lot for myself is I've been able to speak up in more of this authentic place of saying no out of love instead of anger. I'm starting to catch myself before I even get to that place. I'm starting to be able to hold my boundaries more and be the warrior for myself and realize the more that I can do that for myself, that love actually ripples outward. Yes. Yeah. That's the truth. Again and again and again, that's the lesson of coming into that loving awareness for yourself and how to hold that for yourself. And then it ripples out. You're able to hold that space for everyone else. Yeah. And I think it makes it easier for other people to actually vocalize how they feel if we can just honor how we feel and then honor how each other feels and either come to a different place with one another because like, you know, everything is changing always. And where's that authentic place? And where are we sacrificing that? And where does it feel like a sacrifice? And where does it feel like a sacred sacrifice to be exactly. true? And exactly. Love that. Yeah. 
So before we move into the new moon energy and the eclipse energy, I just want to bring light that we will be moving into heart chakra gate April 26, 2002. And so we'll be probably listening to this after we've crossed over into that portal. And so again, this is morning star phase. So this authentic place, but this is the heart chakra. So this is self-acceptance, self-love, respect, generosity. And remembering that the air element is the element of the heart chakra. So it's really this bridge between the physical body and the spiritual body. So how can we accept ourselves and others without judgment and to create a supportive environment for ourselves and those around us? And so to, again, going back to saying no out of love and not anger, but really feel that in our heart space and really honor what doesn't feel right or safe. And so, you know, again, all the chakras are connected, but sometimes when you just know something within your body and in your heart, you just know. And a lot of times we try to like manipulate how we're feeling out of guilt or shame, or we feel bad and we put ourselves on the back burner. This really brings into this more warrior space of just honoring what the heart is feeling. And a lot of times the mind just likes to have different words. It likes to label things. Yeah. How are you feeling around that? What I feel is that a lot of us don't take the time to drop into our heart to even ask what our heart needs. And so we're living more from a place in our mind instead of in our heart. And I think this is going to be a great opportunity for us to really bring in that big, big love that Venus is for us to even feel our love more. I'm excited for this gate. And I know that there's places in here for that sacred sacrifice for sure. Definitely some childhood things that I want to work with and and some things like some stones I've felt in my heart that I'm ready to soften and release and let them ripple out into that loving awareness. But the, the big key, like what you talked about as communicating from that place of love, from that open heart, even when you're angry, like this is the biggest practice that I want to master. I would love to be able to master this to be in all of my emotions, those painful emotions still with my heart open so that love is really coming through, even like in the expression of something I'm mad about. Yeah. And I love, you know, that remembering that connection piece of the heart between the solar plexus and the throat chakra is it releases those place to really stand in that power and to actually be able to speak it, but allowing the heart to be the center of that and having it to be love. Yeah, that bridge. Yeah, that bridge. Yeah. And what's interesting is that this gate will be in Pisces. So, and the sun being in Taurus, and we'll move into more of the Taurus energy as we get closer to what I'm going to discuss around the new moon. But Venus within Pisces, this is transpersonal water. So, this is allowing us to feel everything it is we need to feel. And that includes grief, that includes sorrow, so that we can truly understand what it means to feel love. And this opens empathy towards ourselves. This opens empathy towards others. And this opens up a divine connection between all of life to experience that oneness that the heart is able to give us. And just going back to that air element of the heart chakra, it is the connection to all of life. You know, we breathe in what the plants breathe out. We breathe in what the planets are breathing, all the ancient ones and pharaohs before us and all of our descendants to come. It is really all one breath. And so how can we exchange this energy, be open with our hearts? And I love going back to this essence of the wounded healer here. 
because we all have this aspect. There's this place of ourselves that's immortal that was never wounded, right? But then there's this other part that always feels wounded. And so what happens when all of the wounded healers on the planet are healed? You know, it's like we come back to that sense of oneness together. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. That reminds me of, um, we just, my woman's circle connected with Mother Mary. And part of her healing power is that deep empathy, the empathy that feels the, the wound, but all the way into source love. And so she doesn't take on the wound. She just feels into it all the way to source, all the way to oneness, into union. That's so beautiful. And that's what this fourth chakra healing can be for us. Yeah, and this is a really great reminder that when all of these emotions are coming up, especially with Pisces, when we start to tap into that connectedness, we can start to feel the pain of others and that collective energy of pain. And so what do we do with that, you know, is really just feel into it and try not to let the mind label them, but to tap into that oneness and take it all the way to feel it in the body. This is the ability to really bring that spirit into the body and feel it, to feel that love, to feel that divine connection. And a lot of these questions are going to come up, you know, in this time of the heart, because remember, this is adding this essence of this warrior of the heart, that wounded healer. So what emotions do you need to just let go of? And what I mean by let go is let flow. You know, um, we were talking about feelings and it's really what causes dis-ease is repressing them. Mm -hmm. Just allow yourself to feel so that you can heal. So what's heavy on your heart? Can you let it breathe? Can you allow yourself to forgive yourself? And once you forgive yourself, it's very easy to start to forgive others. You drop all the lack of judgment, all the anger, dissolution truly becomes love. You become back to love. We're born from love. So it all starts with us. And to really honor that we did the best we could in every single situation. We're always so fixated that we're living on this linear path and we're not. We come back to things over and over again with greater awareness. So to honor yourself and remember that you did the best you could in every single situation that was and what was was meant to be so that we can flow into this next phase. And that's that wisdom piece I feel that really comes with Capricorn is honor your journey, but really honor where you're at, you know, honor how far that you've come. And so allowing yourself to truly break open, break open and to really feel that all and allow it to become that oneness, but also a sense of empowerment, because it takes a lot of courage to allow ourselves to feel all of that. It can be really overwhelming, especially for those who don't come from feeling function, like (laughs) I'm a Leo moon, you know, you're Scorpio moon. So you got the feeling part down, Um, you know, so this has been, you know, it's been a ride into you know, allow the pain to really open to the love, you yeah. know, you can't have one without the other. Exactly. And, and I also want to say that we can invite these guides like Mother Mary or Kuan Yin. I've been working with both of them to help me in my forgiveness path. And I mean, <laughs> it's been amazing. It's really magical what happens. Different people will come into your life and offer suggestions or advice or help in a way that maybe you weren't able to hear it before. You know, it's just the space gets bigger for you to be able to open and expand your heart. 100%. And to know that we're all here together, all our guides, all the spirit beings, all the plant people, all the stone people, all us human beings. And the more that we can 
break open and be authentic, we find ourselves in more authentic relationships and having more authentic conversations. Yeah. And that we're all really here to help each other grow and reflect all of that. And to ask for help is what I'm saying. Like it's maybe that's hard for some people too. Um, but, but the support is just right there and all you have to do is ask for it. Yeah. I agree. And I think that's one thing that we always forget to do is ask, you know, we've been taught that we have to do everything on our own and that's the way our society has been is I, for one, not we, for all. Right. Right. So, you know, it can be a new concept, but I think when we get to that place, we start to really realize how much love and support we have around us. Exactly. So during this gate, there'll be obviously some shadow and light that comes with everything. And so with the shadow, with the heart chakra is really just those those deep feelings, you know, this fear of rejection, fear of being punished for how we truly feel. And through that, we can have some self-destructive tendencies. You know, we can start to blame ourselves and shame ourselves and have a lack of compassion and caring of ourselves and truly feel hurt. But that those are gifts. Those turn into this ability to truly open. And then we can open ourselves into the gifts of the heart chakra. So the healing power of love, that kindness, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, and that true feeling of connection to all of life, you know, and this is a really place in time, especially being in Taurus season is to go out and be in nature and breathe in the plants and realize that when you feel alone or you feel hurt, or you feel like you need some connection, that the earth is right there, that you never need to feel alone, even though you can get that alone time, maybe from human beings, you can open yourselves to all the other spirits that are around you. And so that when we can truly love ourselves and feel that support, we can start to give that to each other Mm -hmm. and then start to really remove things that don't feel good. You know, we can take that pause and honor, okay, this is painful, or maybe I need to move out of this situation, or this doesn't feel good anymore. But when we use words like anymore is to honor the gifts that the situation brought you, that everything has been divine timing, the lesson, the experience, and that we grow and change or move out of something that that's just the natural cycle of it. But there's so much gratitude that comes from everything that was been. And then you start to really realize this microcosm within you and you can open up to the macrocosm and realize that you are a part of this collective energy, this shared love that's really opening around us. We just need to open to it. Yes. It's so wild how everything is so intricately connected. And so in our little webbing inside of us and how it's connected to the, to the massive webbing of everybody else. And, and that is the gift of when we do our own healing work, how it ripples out. 100%. And I feel like that's a lot of the Pisces energy that's happening, you know, on, on the planet, not only with this, but, um, and we'll talk a little bit about it later, but it's kind of off topic is this big Jupiter Neptune conjunction. And we have Jupiter with Venus that I'll bring in later, but this is this expansive energy to feel that all of that connection, mm-hmm. but it's like to honor your place in it. The more that we heal, we help others to heal. We start to heal that collective you know, shadow and open up into the collective love. They're both present. Yes. Yeah. So next I'd love to talk about and welcome everybody into eclipse season. And so we'll have four (laughs) eclipses (laughs) and these two eclipses will have one solar eclipse and then one lunar eclipse. And then the next ones will take place in later in the year. And so we'll have this six month window here. And so the first two is what we'll focus on today. 
Um, so we'll have April 30th, the new moon, and then the last eclipse will be November 7th. But so this is going to be a solar eclipse on this new moon and solar eclipses only occur on new moons. So this is when the moon passes between the earth and the sun, and then the moon covers the sun from earth's perspective. So all eclipses bring a little bit of shadow, which we'll get into, but solar eclipses take you from day to night and back to day again within a two to seven minute period. And so the difference between a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse is that lunar eclipses only happen on full moons. And this is when the move, when the moon moves into Earth's shadow. And this happens when the Earth and sun and moon are aligned. And then the Earth is blocking the sunlights from reaching the moon. So lunar eclipses take you from full moon back to full moon, which is nearly a 30-day journey in three to four hours. So just with those times, those time lapses, in other words, the solar eclipse taking you from day to night back to day, and the lunar eclipse taking you through a whole lunar journey and the time lapse, this is a magical time outside of time. And so all eclipses contain shadow and light. And every single time there's an eclipse, there's an ending and there's a beginning. So it's almost this portal that that opens for us to go into. And we'll work with this energy for the next two weeks as we move into the next lunar eclipse. And so each eclipse is has one of the nodes and that's what presents this eclipse energy. So the lunar nodes line up with the sun and the moon. And so this particular eclipse is with the north node. The north node represents where we're heading. On our natal chart, it represents the gift that we're learning about in this life. It takes us and it moves us forward into our alignment of our own lives. And this is what it's also doing on this collective place. So we'll start to really open up to this energy, not only within ourselves, but again, going back to the microcosm in the macrocosm, this is this trusting in the universe that we are being guided and led into where we need to be. And so then the south node represents our past, the gift that we bring to move forward into this life, but it also brings up a lot of healing that we need to do, which is what we'll be doing on the next lunar eclipse. So going back to this eclipse taking place with the north node, just feeling all this propelling forward. And I think we've been feeling that already. Like as things have all been direct, we were in this huge retrograde for so long. Things are just happening super fast. And like I was saying, we'll have the Pluto going retrograde the day before this eclipse happens. So it's for us to slow down, to take it in, to feel it in the body. And then going back to that heart space, feel it in the heart. So whenever we're coming into a new beginning, what is ending? Right. And that's really the journey. You know, we're on a, you know, just looking at the planet right now, which we'll get into Beltane here in a moment, but there's ending of the last cycle. And here we are in a brand new cycle. So the solar eclipse brings a new path with the North Node. And this offers guidance. And we could also say a nudge forward to pursue with what's ahead. So really honoring and taking this time to reflect in your own life what is ending and what is beginning. And this can be instantaneous. Some people say this can be over a six month period. This can be over a six year period. It just depends on how ready you are, right? But like I was saying, it's just kind of like this nudge. But we'll talk about how this one might be a little bit more intense than say our past ones. Um, and so most importantly, the question is how much time do you need? And so just to honor what's unfolding in your life, where is your path headed? And if you truly sit with all of this energy, we all have the answers that lie within us. How have you been feeling with this upcoming eclipse energy that's coming in? I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's going to be intense, but 
Well, I guess since I have a Scorpio and moon (laughs) in Scorpio, I'm used to the intensity. Um, But I just feel like there's a lot of things to unlock right now for expansion and freedom. And that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm feeling that too. It's almost like this unknown energy, something that I've never felt before is moving in, but I definitely have excitement and anticipation for it. And like we were talking about that kind of let go, there's almost this sad feeling because you can't unknow what you know. You can't unfeel what you feel. You can't unsee what you see. And the more that we open in cycles and honor what's happening, we're already working with them. Yeah. It's just all old stuff that kind of gets in the way. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a powerful time. And so going back to the time essence of, you know, being and going and from day to night back to day is honoring this powerful time that we can choose again with the choice to create a new timeline in our lives. And so when this is happening with the North node, we're moving forward quick. So going back with time and his illusion, right? Where it's not linear, it's a spiral. So what's ending on this spiral? What's opening? Where are you at in your own cycle? And so eclipses are like all chemical portals or cauldrons. And so we can shift our perception of time. And we can shift our perception at any moment in time as well, which is the other interesting part with that statement. And our souls are timeless, right? We all exist beyond time. We have karmic healing to do it. You know, we sometimes are like open to something that happened in the future. And all of a sudden we're back here. You know, time can feel really funny. I've been talking to a lot of people about this aspect of time recently, and it's, it's been wild. You know, people are like having these moments of time and almost like go back to the kitchen and the clock still says the same time. Yeah. And so time's been kind of interesting and really interesting, but even like since COVID, you know, we've just been in a time warp for a while. Yeah. Like the days, you know, every, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you don't know what, what day it is. I remember last week I thought it was, I can't remember what day I thought it was, but it was like three times. I thought it was a different day. And yeah, I was just like, wow, years even like big chunks of time. Yeah. 100%. And so going back with that, you know, we experience, you know, as our own reality, but with choice. So again, like, what is your intention? And then can you pay attention to your intention? And notice when you start to go off that, you know, is that when you can start to almost notice you creep back into old patterns, and then all of a sudden you realize you have that choice, you know, you can come back to your center right here. And so right now we can consciously connect with the alchemy and the acceleration time that is helping us create this new beginning. So these new intentions in this solar eclipse with the new moon, this is a great big intention. We get this time lapse of moving forward and then coming back to that center point. So this is a very powerful activation. So again, always with new moons, we have the sun and moon on top of each other. I always like to say the heart eclipses our mind here. So the moon is that feminine aspect and the sun is the masculine and it becomes extra powerful when we choose to work with it. This is, you know, a a celestial event that happens every single month that this has become more potent because we have this eclipse with us. And so really choosing to be in this portal, step into the portal with the great mysteries that are above. And remember that this is an opportunity that we can or can take. I always say this with our natal chart with astrology. It's like nothing tells the future. It's just an intent, but you get to choose what it is that you want, how you want to act on it. And so when we can do that, We also have to choose to act with what is hidden and within ourselves, allow that to be exposed. And that's that eclipse cauldron that we can start to open up to. And so this scary part. 
then that's the scary part. You know, I wanted, I wanted to bring this aspect up around fear, you know, because I feel like a lot of people have been asking what's going on. And I feel, I feel like I don't know what's going on and why is it so intense is to remind us all that eclipse happens every year. <laughs> so this is a normal event, but the more we become aware of it, of its power, we start to feel it in the body. And so this is this invitation of, can we work with it? Can we bring back in this relationship, this living relationship between earth and sky, you know, just looking at planet earth and then starting to honor ourselves and looking up in a different ways. We're opening up to these energies is that we start to actually notice them and feel them in the body, you know, going back to these sacred waters, you know, we're so much water and we're pulled by these tides. You know, you can sit on the beach and watch how much the moon pulls the waters that's exactly what happens inside of us, you know, and then that choice going back to like the sacred geometry of water, you know, is, um, you know, thinking of words and how much the geometry of water actually changes within the body. And that changes our entire being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole thing of coming back to center and then your intention. Yeah. And then, then paying attention to it and noticing that when you fall backwards, and then being okay with it, because every time we fall a little bit back, we make the choice even more, you know, and I think what we start to shame ourselves and have guilty when, or feel guilty when we start to move back on something and feel like we're moving backwards. And then that moment where you catch yourself is allow that to be a place of empowerment. Yeah, I love that. And that's another thing about all of the, the webbing that how intricate everything is, because maybe it's not really backwards. That's just a judgment that we had, you know, and it's just another level that we're getting to. It is. And that's something I've really been feeling these last few days. I noticed going backwards within myself on a couple of things. And then I've been really what if with what I just said, I was like, I need to learn to have this be a place of empowerment because we weren't taught that we were taught to just keep moving forward. Don't look back, you know, this linear path. And it's just not that way. But the more that we can be centered and take that place from a centering point with reflection, those decisions and commitments become much more real mm -hmm. and they become from our heart. Yes. Yeah. So this eclipse is this big opportunity to let go of these attachments and outcomes and to surrender to the possible changes. And I think that we can all feel that there's so much change happening. And so it's like, how can we trust in that? How can we trust in ourselves? And so these are seed points for like beyond revolutionary change to step into things that we never thought were possible. Right. And and I you know, say, I have to say, this is that coming to center again. You know what I mean? For these big steps and for all these unknown changes, uh, coming back to center again and again and again. As again, well. and again and again. And, you know, and then using that heart chakra, yes. you know, like you feel off. If you feel ungrounded, what's in your heart, you know, and not let the mind answer, but really step into that place and just let yourself feel it. Yes. That's that's what we're stepping into. And we'll have Venus to help us. Exactly. Yep. And then, so the sun and the moon here, this, this is a portal into, a, you know, alternate dimension. And we say that because, you know, it's like this time outside of time. So we're merging our conscious earthly selves to the unconscious mysteries. That's what the eclipse brings. And then also this new beginning that comes with that. 
So this will take place on April 30th, 2022. You know, April is a very stable month, right? It's the number four. It represents stability, again, with choice, but, you know, to honor that you can choose that stable point, that stable point for yourself. What feels good? What feels grounded? Where can you find that commitment within self? And then the 30, three is creation and zero is infinite potential. So we can create this new beginning on this place. So to choose what feels good, to be open to what those possibilities are, but to remember that we can say yes to life, say yes to living, say yes to loving, say yes to being, all those life things, all the ing things, laughing, eating, remembering, reflecting, you know, enjoying, you know, all those things, because this is, this is what Taurus is, what we'll get into. And then honoring that we're in the year of the six. So this is to be present. This six is the number of the heart you know, to choose, to love, to center, to really be in that place also with the heart chakra, but with all the twos, the 2022, this is the wisdom of your heart. And so we're really stepping into this big awakening portal right now. And this is incredible because it lines up with Beltane. So Beltane is a cross quarter point. It is in between the equinox and the solstice. And this is the halfway point. And this is so awesome because this is a 52% solar eclipse. So this is like a half solar eclipse. And then we're halfway between the the equinox and the solstice. And it's so cool. And Beltane brings a celebration of new beginnings. And this is the beginning and final most potent phase of the waxing phase of the sun. So this is where most of life is bursting with fertility in the Northern hemisphere. So earth is planting her seeds and we are planting our own seeds with the most powerful of the sun to bring this potential to what it is we truly want to create. Again, going back to the 30 as well, this creation of infinite potential, all of life is bursting all around us and earth's energy is active. And so are we. And we almost feel like this angst this time of year. Like I got to get all this done. I got to do this, you know, and things are, things are happening. Things are moving. Are you feeling that way? Definitely feeling that way. Yeah. And so with Beltane, this brings this blending of opposites. And we can also go back to the sun and moon, right? The masculine and feminine, the subconscious and the unconscious, the rational and the intuitive, the active and the receptive, the fire and the water. But this brings this ability for all things to be possible. And so to really pay attention to that fertility that's all around you, but allow yourself to really receive it so you can step into this manifestation and the height of its power during this time. So the new moon is exact at 1.28 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can adjust that for wherever you are on the planet. But I just wanted to give some times for the eclipse. But the eclipse begins 11:45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we'll hit it max hit, hit its max at 1:42 p.m. So that'll be kind of the window, and then it will start to decrease and end at 3:37 p.m. So this is a huge window of intention and awareness. And so you know, even if you're driving or if you're not at home or you can't create some sort of celebration and ceremony, to the fact that you even know that it's happening, you can feel it into your body. You know, you can just set that intention, even if it's just with a feeling from that heart space. Okay. And so are you, you're going to talk about the Taurus energy and to work with the Taurus energy for this, as far as setting intentions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this new moon is in Taurus. And so the other amazing aspect too, I mean, you can't make it up, but Taurus is ruled by Venus, but 
Taurus represents the relationship we have with ourselves, with mother earth and all of life. So Taurus is fixed earth energy, or we call it self-interest energy. So that means this really honest, stable place that we learn about within ourselves. It's involutionary energy. So again, bringing spirit into matter, but this is into the body. So when we bring energy into the body, Taurus likes to savor it, to love it. You know, this includes loving ourselves, but this includes being very present. Taurus is that fixed earth energy. So this is slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race. So this is about learning how to not only fully be present, but feel the joy. Taurus is the only receiving sign of the Zodiac. So it's like, how do we open up to receiving the beauty all around us? How do we open to receive the beauty within ourselves? And this is about this relationship we have with ourselves. You know, and this is about our deepest intimacy based on friendship and trust, but not only with ourselves, with the people that we choose again, with choice, who we have around us, who helps us to feel stable, who helps us to feel like that we can trust them. And where do we find that within ourselves and how do we feel at home within the world? And that's feeling it in the body. And that's that receivership part. And so here intimacy is not, not a goal. It's an art form. You know, and I think looking at our culture, you know, with the way things have been, intimacy is a goal for a lot of people, you know, how to have a million friends, how to have a million relationships, you know, and it's like you kind of slide through things and you don't, you're not actually present with anything. You know, there's, there's too much going on. That's not what Taurus is about. It's about really taking in. And so this goal becomes self-worth, a solid sense of identity, learning how to be in the present moment. And that means to have that solid sense of ground within you and the physical body. But this is also with mother earth herself, you know, so how can we master being in the present moment, but how do, how can we receive these pleasures in life and feel like we deserve them? You know, that comes back to that self-love and self-acceptance, but it's really about being able to receive it because we're mother earth's children, you know, so really honoring this time of year, this Taurus season, and that you can understand it's a gift to feel that how can you lengthen it? How can you take it in? How can you receive the pleasure and the tranquility of it and to enjoy the, your life? You know, this is about like sitting in the bathtub, eating a chocolate bar, you know, having a really intimate conversation with somebody, you know, realizing that that everything in life is a gift, but it's really about the way we perceive us. You know, I feel like Taurus is the time of year where we start to slow down. We'll have Mercury and Taurus as well, but it, this is about really turning into what it feels like to be in the body. And that can feel really uncomfortable to a lot of people, especially during this change that we're in, you know, it's like, how do I put my feet back on the ground? And, you know, we've talked about before that it's almost like grounding into the earth is, is different. Now we ground into the earth in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this would be great to feel that loving connection from the earth and embody that receiving that so that you can get anchored into the earth and start to feel all the love from everything that's there with the earth and then start to feel the love of your divinity deeper because when we get anchored into the earth then we're able to receive more of our own divine frequency of love and then when we're able to receive more and more of that then we're able to receive all of the love that's around us throughout time and space. And again, once we're able to receive all of that love, then we just emanate it out 
And so we heal ourselves just by receiving love and then give that healing to everyone else. And then everyone else around us then learns how to receive just by matching our energy. Yeah. And it's interesting that the day before Pluto will go in retrograde. Pluto rules Scorpio is fixed water, you know? And, and so this is the place to go deep within ourselves, to feel that passion, to feel that aliveness, but it's a retrograde. So it's about reflection, redirection, recommitting, reconnecting, mm -hmm. you know, and then we have this new moon in Taurus to really truly be in the body with it. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, with fixed energy, you know, it's really about reestablishing those personal boundaries to say no out of love, to, to allow us to be present. The other morning I was outside and I was honoring the peace that I truly felt within myself. I have been saying how much I finally feel at home in the world and in my body. And it's taken me a really long time to get here. And I had something come up and I started to feel really ungrounded. And I didn't realize for some reason I went back into, you know, old patterns of guilt and shaming myself. And I forgot that I had a choice, you know, and I sat with myself and I was like, I will never choose to not hold this piece, whatever that means, you know, and it was like, you know, to honor that, that inner child within us, to nurture what that is, to, to feel safe in the body and to feel safe in the world but to honor that we have a choice in that, you know, we don't need to sacrifice that for others. And I truly feel that a lot of this fixed energy is that feeling safe is necessary for us, you know, and we cling to things for those safety, you know, it becomes external. And I feel like a lot of this, you know, morning star Venus is about realizing the independence that you have behind it and that you can be the warrior for that peace and love. And that when you're truly authentic, you've got an authentic tribe. You know, you're not around people that you are having to give things up to, in exchange for your own safety. You know, you're around people and the earth and around things that bring that alive back within you. And you can feel that in the body. And that's what I love about this Taurus energy is how to master that intimacy of pleasure and receivership, how to really take joy in from other people, how to really value what I'm sorry means and thank you. And to really truly feel that exchange, but it's that being able to receive it, but also being able to give it. So also too, with the Beltane, you know, um, this is an earth celebration and this is where our in fixed earth energy. So with this fixed earth energy, this is a self-discovery process. So those of you that aren't Taurus, we all are in this energy together. And each time that we come into this season, this brings another self-discovery process on this spiral of life, coming back to this Taurus season with greater awareness than we did last year. Um, but this brings things to the surface that are fixed within us. So this includes habits, patterns, um, maybe even how we perceive our reality, even how we perceive what we thought was solid ground for us. But the truth is that things are forever changing and evolving. And especially even looking at the earth, you know, she is definitely in an evolutionary phase. And so are we. And that's undeniable at this point. And so we get really fixed in our ways. And sometimes we don't open to these new beginnings because they feel uncomfortable, especially during this great time of change. So it's like, how can I still keep my feet on the ground when earth is changing so much? And I don't know how to ground into myself. This is where we turn back into each other, going back to that intimacy and love for one another is that we're all here just to support one another. We're in this great time of change, but if we can ground into our own bodies and be and feel at home with all that there is, 
this changes into a different energy, but this is meant for us to feel it in the body. Do you have anything you want to add to that as far as just what this feels like to feel grounded in the body and where we're at right now? Well, it just feels just like more of, of what we've been going through as far as this, the big, massive change, the big, massive energy that we're learning how to work with, like holding it all, that union of that oneness, source, love, energy, and at the same time, releasing all of the old ways. And so we're shifting more into that oneness. And again, that coming back to center, coming back into that heart space and listening to what your heart needs. And then also knowing that everyone, all of us are going through it. We're all getting our paces like sped up and things flying off of us and learning how to come into union. And for some, that might be easier. And so for all of us to, to give, give each other a break, you know, like we're, we have to give ourselves a break first though. Otherwise we won't be able to do that for anyone else. And so that's why it's again, that coming into center, into the heart space for yourself. And then it, it ripples out for others. Yeah. And I think also giving mother earth a break, <laughs> you know, um, I feel like I think she's shown us far and, and wide that she needs a break, you know, and when we can give that to ourselves, we rest upon her we do. We rest time. We rest in presence, you know, um, I think that is the, the present in the present moment, you know, yeah. to truly honor that and to just be in this change together and to be able to come back to center, but come back to center with her. She gives us that breath of life. She does. Yeah. So this eclipse energy will help us to get in touch with, you know, like I was saying with what's fixed within us, but this is for us to be present with what's truly holding us back. So is it a past? Is it the fear of the future? Is it a past pain? And, you know, and, and it's interesting with past pains because for some reason we like to bring those stories with us, right? I mean, I think we all know that I did that for a while. It's like you, you form these like identities with these stories. And I think I'm doing pretty good when you say I haven't told the story in a while. Um, but, you know, it takes us, you know, time to release things and obviously to process them. But, you know, really sitting with what is fixed in you, you know, and it's a lot of times it's just stuff that we're holding on to whatever that sense of security is bringing you in that place. This is going to be the time where it's going to get a little ruffled up. And so eclipses ask us to move these boundaries and clear the ways for new beginnings. So we have to let them to surface. So things start to feel crazy or ungrounded. Just know that's the eclipse working. Um, so the full, the new moon, sorry, um, is at 10 degrees. And I love the 10 because this is the beginning of infinite potential. So this represents this new way. And so because this is a partial solar eclipse, there's going to be part of the door that opens. Part of the future is going to be revealed. Part of what you need to let go is going to be revealed. And then we're going to move into a pretty intense lunar eclipse come the, come the full moon. So again, with the North node propelling us forward into where we need to be going, because it's a destiny point, this is going to help flush out things because always the South node is directly opposite from the North node. We can't detach them. The lunar nodes are part of 
the moon. So we've got destiny point and we've got the past coming forward. So that's going to be that shadow or bringing up the unconscious and bringing it to conscious so that you can choose something different. But when we, at things come up from the past and things, especially from the past that are fixed within us with this fixed energy, it can feel a lot of pain, right? Because we're feeling in the body here with Taurus. You know, what feels ungrounding? What doesn't feel safe? What doesn't, you know, all those things that when we feel in the body. So there's this choice that a lot of us can start to shut down around this kind of energy. So it's really gentle to have a partial solar eclipse here before we move into the total lunar <laughs> eclipse in Scorpio. So remember what is partially revealing here for you that you can slowly allow yourself. Remember, Taurus is slow and steady slowly allow yourself to take in, to reground, to reconnect into all those energies, especially with Pluto being in retrograde. And so that's so it's all about love and it's all about receiving that love, mm -hmm. you know, and really opening in that Pisces energy, allowing yourself to feel whatever you need to feel so you can reground back into your body. You know, this is, these are the things that are going to come up, but this is also going back to that Scorpio element, the South node, this is remembering that you're alive, remembering that you can choose, remembering that you can feel that flame in your heart and your spirit again, no matter how much you've had to suppress pain or those things in the past. Once we let them go, it's like you forgot how on fire you could be. You know, it's to truly feel that heart space back again. But we have the only way, you know, through it is to really feel it, to honor it. I love that. So, so good. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so important. That's one thing I say every morning is, you know, really honoring things that have been so painful, but to truly feel alive again is the biggest gift. It is. Uh, I love being able to like sing my heart, you know, and when I'm in such heartbreak, I just, I can't even sing. And so I know that when I'm singing again, like my flame is lit again. Yeah, we can reframe that. The, the other day, I I love the Black Crows, but I, I got in the car and I put on one of my favorite songs and just blasted it. And I just was like screaming the whole drive on the way to town. And I got out of the car and I was like, what have I been doing the last couple of months? I'm like, that was the most yes. I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, those are those choices. And again, too, the heart, the breath, you know, to exchange mm -hmm. with all of life and to to truly feel that in here. So the other part with this new moon, this is actually quite incredible. So the new moon solar eclipse is only four degrees away from Uranus. So four, again, the number of stability, but this creates a conjunction with the sun and moon. In other words, all three of these planets are on top of each other. Um, I've been, I tried to do some research and I can't find a time where Uranus was conjunct a solar eclipse, but this brings another opportunity and more light that enters. So Uranus is a planet from the celestial. And so a reminder that Uranus is an outer planet. So outer planets bring strategy or events that help us to shift into our soul path and to realign us. And so with Uranus, this brings revolutionary change. This is meant to break old conditioning, old established order to give us the bigger picture, wide eye view of our lives. 
And so these are unexpected events. Uranus is the planet of change, like big change. And, but this is a celestial planet. So this is for us to, A, we're not going to be knowing what's going to be happening. This calls for unexpected events, but this is about getting hit by lightning in the best way possible. So going back to that fixed energy of being in Taurus, Uranus is going to break apart what needs to be shifted. And it might be a totally unexpected event, a change in perception, something that happens to that you see something totally different. So you might leave yourself questioning, is this my truth? Does this feel stable? Is this reality? You know, all these kinds of questions might come and this might shift your entire assemblage point. But here, this is part of our, our vision quest. And so this is for us to trust that this is taking us in the direction that we need to go, reminding us that we're with the North Node here. We are pointing towards that destination point. And we've all got a ton of fixed energy within us, you know, and we are in a great time of change right now. There is a lot of let go. I want to speak to that a little bit about the, the unknown, because um, I've been, you know, kind of going in between. Hmm, I think I'm going to do this, but I'm not sure yet. You know, and so giving myself some space to feel when it resonates at a yes, for sure. And so with that Uranus and the, the hitting, getting hit by lightning in the best way possible, I love that. And still it's going to shatter us in a way. And so we're not going to really know what direction to go. So just giving yourself time and again, coming into your heart space and allowing the shift to just change with your pace doesn't have to be any other pace. Exactly. And, you know, and I think that bigger part in is, is that trust, right? And yeah. so the strategy of this is to, to roll with the punches, to be in that trust, because these are windows of opportunity. Remember, everything is intent. So that doesn't mean that everybody is going to have this experience that changes their life, because there's a lot of people that are going to hold on to the old. This just offers us the opportunity. And so when we can see that these things are happening and honor that they're happening within and know that these cycles are taking place, that we have a choice to participate in them and not be at the effect of, you know, some people may be really uncomfortable with something that we get hit by lightning in the best way possible because they're so attached to something, you know, and not that we're not attached to things that, you know, just automatically shift us, but it's like to be present with these cycles that are happening you can be like, wow, my life truly is changing. And you can honor the shifts that are happening and honoring what's come up. You know, this is Uranus is like this bolt of lightning and electricity, you know, and it, it's a place where we can honor what has been stuck inside of ourselves. And yeah, it's like this release point, you know, in that eclipse, we're going to see what's been stuck. You know, in Pisces, we're going to feel it all come out. And in Taurus, we're going to be present with it in the body, you know, and then this eclipse is going to really allow things to truly shift, but to trust and remember that we're with the North node is that we're on the path. We need to be open to the flow. We need to release and not resist, you know, and start to imagine all this light that's coming in with that, that lightning place, you know, that we can choose to break free from the shadows and things that, that start to appear. We can integrate them with light. You know, the more we step into dark, the more light actually can come in us, you know? And so this represents, this is where light comes into those fracture points. They, they break open, but they get lit up. And so we can trust that these unexpected changes are like truly aligning us. Yes. And to just let it, like you said, let it flow. It's at your pace. 
Exactly. And honor what feels good going back to the heart and with Taurus, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of times with getting struck by lightning in the best way possible is that we get shifted out of places we thought we were stuck, you know, that fixed kind of stuff. So even though it can feel intense, it's such a release at the same time. Yeah. And that yeah. might be something that I'm really excited about. <laughs> that sounds really good. Exactly. So this is all semi-square Venus conjunct Jupiter. So I just want to circle back around to Venus really quick. So Jupiter conjunct Venus, that means Jupiter is with Venus. And so Jupiter is the planet of expansion. It's our vision quest planet and path of enlightenment. And it's your Dharma on your own personal needle chart. And so whatever sign that Jupiter is in, it expands that archetype with that planet. So in other words, we're going to be an expansion of Pisces and we're going to be in this expansion into the heart chakra and Jupiter's a middle world planet. So this vision quest is open for us. Again, Jupiter allows us to expand, but we can also expand into things that sucks. <laughs> There's the warning. It's the warning with the resistance place. You know, if we start to really hold on and we're unwilling to expand, we're unwilling to be on this path of enlightenment, you can start to see that we could expand into delusion, right? That's the other side of Pisces, you know, is like that you're not connected to the oneness. Mm-hmm. And so, but this is like for us to, to expand into what we imagine is like, you know, honor where you held yourself short. You know, where did you sell yourself? Where did you sacrifice yourself so much? This is an opportunity to expand us back into our heart space, into that center space that we're talking about and back into that one reality, into the feeling of that oneness as all these other things are starting to compost. And so this also expands us into what's truly possible in our lives. So having a semi-square, a semi-square is half of a square. And so what that translates to is a crisis in action. So we will have to take action. So there'll be some tension with this new moon. And so with this tensional place, though, it's a call to adventure in life. So if you think about all this uranium energy that I was just explaining, you being struck by lightning in the best way possible, you're starting to propel forward, you're regrounding, you're recentering, your heart's open. And then what happens if you say no? You totally miss the opportunity, right? So this is this call to this action. This is where we need to say yes. This is where we need to be open. So Jupiter is the one that says yes to life, to say yes to living. Jupiter is the one that boldly goes where we've never gone before to truly be on that soul path. And remembering we all signed up to be here right in this moment, right at this time, at our age, in our cycle, whatever it is we're doing in our lives, we all have our hopes and dreams and our path that lies within our hearts. And this is what we're being expanded into. So if things don't make sense, because Uranus is from the celestial, if something doesn't make sense and this door and this opportunity presents yourself and it feels good to your body, this is when you say yes. Mm-hmm. This is the magical door that's open for all of us. And so, you know, also with squares, it's it's the call to action to break away from all that conditioning, to question all those things. And we're doing that anyway with Uranus. Like it all starts to start to come up here. But it's also the call to individuate, you know, is to really set st- like set step onto that path. You know, and there's a lot of this thing where, you know, we don't want to let other people down or we feel bad or, you know, what happens if I leave this job? What happens if I do this? You know, will I be accepted? Remember, those are the shadow parts of the heart chakra. You know, but the bigger question is that we need to start asking ourselves, what happens if I don't do those things? You know, I'm, I'm just going to be asking myself, what if, and I'm going to be repressing my own self, 
Do you have anything you want to add to that? I'm like so excited for this energy. I'm so excited. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just really powerful, but it also adds this element of really great intentions for us. You know, this is where our truth comes forward. It's just so potent. (laughs) So amazing. I love it. It's really potent. And I've been feeling like this last couple of days, I'm like, I have like really bad anxiety. And then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe am I kind of depressed? And I'm like, no, I feel like I'm just anticipating something and I don't even know what it is, you know? And through that, you know, we were talking about when we started, you know, it's like going through these gates and being aware of them. I truly feel like I am reclaiming back my power. I'm reclaiming back the ability to say yes in my life, you know, to feel alive, to even get in the car and scream music. You know, it was just like, wow, I finally feel like I'm here again. Yes. Yeah. And and that's what I'm talking about. The two cents, everything is so big right now. And that coming back to center and just sitting with your heart and giving yourself time, sleep on it see how it feels the next morning. And usually it's just a stronger yes to just to give yourself time with it that we don't have to like, yes, on it, woohoo, you know, just yeah. allow yourself to integrate is what it is. Exactly. And that's what I was saying with eclipses. It may not happen instantaneously. It might happen over a few months, but it's really to honor that it is happening. Again, going with intention and attention to really pay attention, you know, and be present with it all. And, you know, we didn't talk about too much about the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. And those of you that are into astrology, I'm sure you've heard all about it. But I just want to bring in a little bit of the mist that we're in right now with Jupiter, because Jupiter and Venus are are with what's in here. And that day, April 14th, you know, is the seed point for the next 166 years. So we're in this pocket of intention of the enlightenment and the higher consciousness of the planet that we're setting in this eclipse window right here. So Neptune says, I imagine. So this is for us to imagine all these possibilities. And Neptune is also the cosmic dissolver. So whatever's dissolving away in our lives right now is resolving in a different way. And then Jupiter expands us into that new vision. And so then here we have with Venus to expand us a vision from the heart, right? And to truly be in that heart and to sacrifice what doesn't feel good into our hearts, to be with this eclipse with Taurus, to open up into something new, to trust that we're being guided, to know that we're being propelled in the direction that we need to go. And remember, this is all to be felt in the body. This is water and earth. So this is to connect it, to feel it, to bring that spirit into matter and to allow ourselves to flow with it, to unfold in it and expand in it with Jupiter. And also, you know, that we're in the Pluto return you know, is honor the the bigger dissolution that's happening with the composting of Pluto, even though a lot of it doesn't make sense, is knowing that Neptune is water. It all comes back to love. Pluto is water as well, you know? And so and there's a lot of things that, there's a lot of things that we're surrendering into, much different surrenders, right? We've got like the surrender to the underworld. We've got the surrender to the celestial. We've got the surrender into <laughs> the eclipse, you know? And so it really is going back to that heart and that Taurus place is allow yourself to feel grounded in you. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to feel what feels like good in your heart and what feels at home to you. And we have the surrender of the heart too with Venus coming. Exactly. <laughs> So much surrender. And, and so that, that is hard. Surrender is hard. Surrender is really hard. People ask me all the time, how can I surrender? You know, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, but there's no strategy all the ways that wouldn't be called surrender, Mm -hmm. you know, 
sometimes we need these massive events to happen to just let us let go, you know, like when we have no other choice and that's why they're so hard, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. And so, you know, with all this happening, it's important to remember that you are the microcosm, a part of the macrocosm. I always love the quote, And I think I said it last time that, you know, you are not a drop of the ocean, but you are the entire ocean of within a drop. And so as you know, we can't get to this feeling of oneness by trying to conquer it. You know, this is that grounding and that release and that Taurus energy to feel that alive, to say yes to life. And then, you know, your heart opens and you feel connected. It's automatically there. You know, these energies, people always ask, you know, what should I do with this energy? Nothing, just pay attention. It's already happening. You know, and we start to question, you know, why do I feel so crazy? Why do I feel so off? Why is this going on? Well, it's just, just feel it in the body. This is this amazing opportunity in this Taurus energy. Slow down and feel it in the body and be present. It's not about the past. It's not about the future. It's about right here and right now. Yeah. And so the more we can get here right now, and again, in that heart center, the more we will feel that union, that oneness. So us as that drop in the ocean connected with all of the ocean. Exactly. And, you know, and I want to just bring in plants here because I, I will bring in a plant for us. But the more that we can connect into this macrocosm and the collective energy that we can recognize we have a relationship with all beings, animals, plants, uh, our furry friends, each other, you know, the microbes, um, all the fungus and the molecules that plants release that make this network of communication with all of life, those sense is that you remember that we're all here together. And those molecules speak to our receptors in our brain and plants have been here much longer than us. So they're showing us how to evolve and the brain can feel that sense of oneness. And that's why going out into the forest or going for a walk or being at the ocean, we are reminded of that just through the smells. So we can feel the unconscious and the conscious present at the same time. We can feel the masculine and the feminine present here, you know, and then honoring this new moon. But, you know, that's, I just wanted to bring the plants in too, is that if this energy feels unsettling to just remember to go outside. And I love this Carl Jung quote. When we work on ourselves, we feel like there's a rock in our stomachs, but other times, but over time, excuse me, that rock becomes a diamond. And I love that quote because when we realize that, diamond is inside of us that we're reminded of what makes us uniquely who we are. We can listen more to our own inner voice, our guidance, our nourishment, and to really feel the cosmos and the plants and all this, you know, this living relationship between earth and sky, but to really honor that we are a part of it. Absolutely. So just a recap on a, you know, couple things before I bring in the plant for us. So this is a very big opportunity to let go of attachments and just honor that the eclipse is a time to honor the attachments that come forward. So if it feels like intense is that this is because it's letting go, you know, and you should almost take it as a compliment. Uh, This is what I was talking about the other day (laughs) is that you have these shadows and these things come up. You should be like, wow, that's a compliment because that means I'm ready to pay attention. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. 
Yeah. So, you know, like use it as an empowerment. Um, and then also too, you know, surrender into these cosmic changes, but to remember to trust in your own heart space, that's, that's the place. And when we're letting go, you know, we're in this kind of release point, we can feel more. And that may feel overwhelming with all this Pisces energy that we're expanding into. But remember, that's for us to connect back into that oneness. And so the seed point and you know, with all of these new beginnings that are happening right now is to know that this is a possible change of anything that could come forward right now and can change the course of your entire life, you know, and so to pay attention and, you know, these can be really big things or minor things, but could be a totally different mindset, but something just looking for what's coming forward for you. And then also honoring that this portal is into another dimensional realm that it is merging your conscious with your unconscious mystery and also honoring the Beltane beginnings. So just taking a look at what, what is partially opening for you, right? What has been partially revealing, you know, how can I slow down? How can I honor that all things are possible and that everything is in the height of its power and just going back with Uranus. So honoring the changes that are propelling forward, you know, and this, you know, maybe it's not something, particularly in your personal life, and maybe it's something around you, but allow yourself to see things differently. Allow yourself to look for their fertility in the earth and then know that earth is helping you plant these seeds that you plant in this new moon right now, because we're in the powerful waxing phase of the sun. So you're getting all this solar energy into everything that you're planting and everything that's coming up is slowly being released and transformed in that fire of the sun. Is there anything you want to add to anything with the new moon before we start talking about the plant? Well, I want to take some time with Venus coming into our heart chakra and I want to sit with her and my heart and just send a message to everyone about how they can do that too. Love it. So Mariana, Mariana and I just had Venus come into our heart chakras and reminding everyone to get really grounded and connected and held by the earth when you're connecting with Venus because she's such a big energy and and can give you a little altered feeling. So Mariana, what were you feeling? Honestly, all I could feel was sensation that was coming up from the earth and everything was almost moving out of my chest, but I was literally, I kept just thinking about Jupiter like saying yes to life, yes to my heart, yes to feeling, yes to changing my perception, yes to boldly going where I've never gone before because I can truly honor my heart and feel what that feels like in this heart space, in my body at this time. Beautiful. So she gave you, I guess, more courage in your heart. Yeah. For me, it was just, you know, just a total light up and almost like digitized <laughs> everything lit like infinite rays of this like pure white light and at the center I could see you know like my wounded child and that was something I had talked about wanting actually to release um with this with the support of Venus and so what she did was was hold me and anything that came up as far as um, pain. It was almost like cobwebs that she would kind of pick up and then kind of throw away. <laughs> and so I was watching myself kind of grow up while being held by her and her 
cleaning me, basically taking off all the cobwebs of different situations that hurt me. And and so, so it's basically being held by someone that unconditionally loved me and is able to help clear away the pain. I love that because when we first went in and I was kind of even just feeling a little bit of, I don't know, a lot of emotion today, a lot of things kind of coming up to be cleared. And I can feel this potent energy of what's coming up for me personally. And so that's kind of where I started. I was just kind of opening to what I felt. And so I felt, you know, this connection into the earth and then felt her coming in, but it was just the vibration just kept lifting. And it was just a sensation to honor that I can just be, I felt like. Yeah, exactly. Just be held. Yeah. So we're given a massive gift right now of Venus coming in and holding our hearts, helping us to release um, old pains and be brave to face all of these new changes, the expansion that we're coming into. Yeah, and I love this gear up for the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio because Scorpio is really that passion, that sense of being alive, you know, to truly experience that aliveness in the body. Yeah. So yeah, with this fixed energy and, you know, and yes, that's from the depth and, you know, it can feel scary to feel in those deep, dark places, but if they're authentic to us, it's nothing but empowerment. Mm -hmm. So this is brings in a lot of energy. And I love that you just said, you know, that she brought courage because I chose borage (laughs) for our plant and borage means I bring courage. Mm, Beautiful. So it's so beautiful. So borage is used on the body for heart and lung congestion. And I love this because in Chinese medicine, the heart meridian is joy, love, and connection and the meridian and depression to bring courage. And so that goes perfect with everything that we were just talking about. And she's also used to reduce fevers and all the things that are cooling. So inflammation, she's high in vitamins. She'll help detoxify anything that's been congested in the body. ADHD, so a lot of mental stimulation. And she's also used for exhaustion. So if you have anything that's depleting you because she contains such high amount of vitamins, she helps to restore your adrenal glands. Again, going back to, I bring courage. She brings that vitality just and wholly back into the body, especially in heated states. Because if we're in heated states, we have a lot of inflammation. We have a lot of grief. We have a lot of hard stuff. You know, and even during this time, like COVID, we've been saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You know, we've lost this connection. We've had all this fear kind of move in and borage brings in this amount of light and releases the heart and the lungs to be able to breathe that back in and connect back in with ourselves. So her, you know, meaning I bring courage on the mind and the mental state. She brings that love and confidence in ourselves to stand in that truth. And I thought this was perfect to really bring in that throat chakra aspect back in. So it's like, how do we accept ourselves just the way that we are? This is with Taurus also, you know, to stand in our light and the solar plexus below the heart. And so Boris helps us to stand in that heart and that truth, but to really own it. And then through that, dispel the fears and the blocking of what has been standing in our light. And on a spiritual level, she enhances psychic ability because she helps to clear away all these blocks. So that we can start to listen to our inner knowing better. We can amplify our intuition. We can start to see things more clearly. She'll show up in dreams in many, many various ways. So now that we're talking about this through this eclipse, it's really fun to start to pay attention because Borage helps you 
and teaches you to be attention to your inner world as well as your surroundings. And so she symbolizes this and she, while she gets you to pay attention, she's helping you to break cycles that you've been holding on to for a really long time. So there's a lot of this, I thought about Uranus and Taurus, you know, breaking up what's been fixed in us. And so she brings that true inner light in those dark places, just like the eclipse to allow those things to be eclipsed, to be brought forward so that our true wounded healer and our, our warrior within can stand light. And so Borage lightens a heavy heart when we're faced with our challenges, the place where we're doing our inner work, which a lot of us are right now, especially in this time of the eclipse, but she brings back buoyancy of the soul. So helping us to feel alive again. And also, you know, just again, I just want to say to assist in breaking those cycles that have been placed for a long time. So if you don't, if you're unsure what those things are, Borage is so calming and full of love and support and courage that she can help show you these things. So drinking a cup of tea and asking her, what is it that I need to be cleared away and knowing how gentle she is. You know, this is about us standing in love and confidence with ourselves and to be on our heart and soul path. So she helps to remove these fears and challenges and obstacles so that we can steer, you know, see clearly and trust this inner knowing that comes forward because a lot we've been talking about is this like unexpected event or, you know, saying yes to life, you know, there's like this sense of like, am I making the right choice? Is this going to be okay? Because I've never done this before. Borage is ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter being conjunct Venus as we start to really expand and say yes and boldly go where we've never gone before. Of course, we're going to question ourselves. We're human beings, right? <laughs> so we need to be open but she also brings in this air quality to strengthen that bridge between the physical body and the spiritual body to really stand in that heart space. And so when we can do that, we can totally love ourselves and accept ourselves. And that way we can truly love and accept everybody else. Oh, that's so perfect. Thank you so much. And yeah, for Borage, I know that you can eat her flowers. And how else do you work with her? So Borage, yes, you can eat her flowers and they're really good. Um, using tea, she tastes really good. So you can mix Borage in any kind of, any kind of tea. Again, using tinctures and obviously putting, you know, leaves and flowers in your candles when they're burning. I love Borage flower essence, but Borage is a great one to take a bath with because, mm -hmm. for, you know, it's like light, it's cooling, it adds a little bit of fragrance, but it really brings that courage, you know, and we're talking about Jupiter being with Pisces, you know, and expanding into that love. And so I was just thinking about a bath, allowing dissolution to be love and being that courage to stand in that love and that truth, and just allowing her to sit with you. Another great new moon intention with, you know, these teas, and we talked about doing like living teas last time, is if you do have borage in the garden, an overnight living tea is a great thing to mm -hmm. drink. But to remember that eclipses are not the time to cleanse crystals. A lot of times, well, you know, people want to cleanse their crystals and drink crystal water after an eclipse. Don't do that. Um, you can use plant water and things like that, that have been infused with this energy, as long as the plants are supportive, but there's a lot of shadow that comes forward during eclipses. And those things are meant to be released. So just remember that it's not a time to charge anything with this energy, that this is a time of more release, even though we're planting new things. We've got both energies working with this new moon. Beautiful. All of it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Love to all of you out there and happy eclipse season. Yes. Love you all.